Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cocaine Cowboys, the deadly rise of Ireland's drug lords. The live show is on sale now. We're on the road on February 10th at the Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick, February 15th in Cork's Everyman Theatre, and on Sunday 18th, we're back at Dublin's Three Olympia. April takes us to Galway's Town Hall Theatre, Killarney's INEC, and Belfast's Waterfront Studios. Check mcd.ie or venue for ticket sales. Whatever is being done by society is not reaching them properly. Now, I'm not saying that's society's fault because anybody who goes to a funeral party with a wheel brace and starts whacking somebody with it, they have to take responsibility for their own actions. That's not an excuse for them. But it is a reality that neither the the justice system doesn't frighten them, the moral standards of society don't reach them. And it is a problem. Of course it's a problem. I'm Nicola Talent. And you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Amelie at a funeral of a gangland victim. Two men injured and taken to hospital. And another incidence of shocking violence in a city being seen as lawless. Today I'm talking with Niall Donald as we update on the funeral of Dublin gun victim Brandon Ledwidge which spilled over into a frightening fight involving a wheel brace and knives. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. I like that, the sort of, you know, the singing through the yeah. microphone. Must get Cloda to do a bit more of that. Up her game, yeah. You're going to give the context? No, you give it. Just our, our producer there uh, sung us into the uh, into yeah. our conversation. And we are recording. It was beautiful, yeah. John. Thank you. Operatic. Um, we're back now. It's less than 24 hours, is it, since we had the conversation when I was going, why are they letting these funerals get out of control? Yeah. Why aren't they policing them? And we had the big chat about whether or not this, you know, the softly approach or the more heavy-handed policing. And it all exploded out of control last night. Yeah. So you were right all along. Was that, was I'm that, was that right, Niall. Always that the, that, that, That's the point of that intro. Yeah, that's the point of that intro, exactly. Just to let you know, remind you. But um, 
No, what time did you phone me at? About 10 o'clock last night? About 10 o'clock, yeah. So, I mean, basically what happened was there was, as would be standard, there was a a sort of a reception after the funeral in a pub in Cabra. And there was a large number of people there who attended the funeral, general mourners. Um, I think the the party were then due to go to a local GA club. um, But somehow violence broke out amongst the large crowd that was there. And there seems to have certainly been uh, a wheel brace used at some point uh, during a melee um, just outside the pub in Cabra. It's also talk of maybe knives being used and initial reports of a hammer attack. But either way, there was certainly uh, some sort of heavy violence, let's put it that way. So do we know, did this row break out amongst mourners or did people arrive? Well, I think it's it seems most likely that it broke out amongst mourners yeah. rather than people arriving. Um, it seems that the the you know that that's the way it happened. All right. Yeah. Um, like it's quite it's it's a quiet part of Cabra, obviously Quarry Road. Um, and what seems to it seems to have been very shocking. There was reports of puddles of blood on the floor. Um, obviously the whole what road was in the name of God is going on at the moment. Is there something in the water system in Dublin. Yeah, but look, I mean, things are obviously very high. I mean, the other night, like, a guy is standing on Talbot Street and a guy comes along with a machete and starts just walloping him around the legs with it. Yeah. And this is at a funeral. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. It feels like, this, it feels like everything's out of control a bit, doesn't it? Well, it does. And it certainly is. I mean, for, look, people are grieving and I mean, it's terrible that they have to endure that in the middle of their grief. Um, there was a lot of onlookers there who would have witnessed it. Certainly two, there was a number of injuries. Two men ultimately were taken to the Matter Hospital for, for treatment. And we had in particular the name of one of them last yeah. night, which who is Derek Boyd, a 29-year-old, who was convicted. People may remember this. It's only a few years ago. He accidentally shot his sister dead. Yeah, I mean, it was only last year. Was it only last year, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he shot her, uh, Derek Boyd, yeah. Would have been a close friend of Brandon Ledwich. Brandon Ledwich, yeah. The the man who was who was killed and whose funeral people were at. And um, Derek Boyd uh, was involved in uh, like I mean, look, I remember this story because yeah. I think it was one of again, it was one of those stories towards late in the week when we were about to go to print. Basically, we got a report that a woman had been shot dead in Finglas, Sandra Boyd. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's much more uncommon for women to be killed in what we thought at that point was a sort of a gangland assassination mm-hmm. or certainly maybe a case of, of you know, mistaken identity or you always think domestics or yeah. those sort of things. So initially then, that I mean, that's what we heard and you think that's really, really shocking. And then you start hearing reports well she was actually shot by her own brother and that it was did, an accident basically well it did turn out to be the case so he basically he um, had an illegally held loaded semi-automatic pistol in yeah. his house and, and what he, was handling it and it went off and he killed her basically. yeah I mean what he told the court was that um, he had acquired the weapon because he was in fear for his life yeah. uh, from from drug gangs basically mm-hmm. Um and that he had been, there had been some incident, it appears, and he'd picked up the pistol and his finger had had slipped basically on the trigger and he'd shot his sister, killed her. 
Um, but there was no suggestion, or nor was it accepted by the court, that it was anything but that. It was accepted that that's what happened. Oh, 100%. It was a complete accident. It like, was a complete accident, but obviously, it, you know. It goes into all the kind of reasons why you shouldn't be handling firearms. No. Firstly, these young guys with no training and obviously no reason for them other than to have them as either protection. I don't know. Well, I mean, look, he, he, he acquired that firearm, obviously, yeah. because of... of, of gangland activity um you know he certainly seemed incredibly upset as you can imagine uh, certainly sincerely upset and he described it as an unpardonable sin um he he was ultimately convicted of manslaughter and unlawful possession of a semi-automatic pistol um his own mother uh, spoke up in court, pleaded for him not to be treated too harshly, saying the family has been left shattered and broken beyond repair. And, you know, he 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 gave a statement to Gardy describing, um, you know, the moment. And, you know, it is, it, it's tragic. But this is, again, I think we spoke yesterday about the ripple effect of, you know, gangland criminality, effectively. And this is an example of a ripple effect, an unforeseen, is situation that arises due to the fact that people have guns, people have access to guns. Why did he require acquire the gun? Because of the drugs trade, because of the threats of the drugs trade, because of the violence associated with the drugs trade. And in all and of sometimes, those times, like I mean, you remember that situation in Limerick when your man was at one of the colopies? Yep. Yeah. And he was he was at a party and he was showing everybody his gun and he ended up basically shooting himself. Yeah, Philip Colopy. Philip uh, Colopy. The, the younger yeah. brother of 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 some of the shot himself in the head. Shot himself in the head. So the but exactly. So this is the ripple effect mm. um of 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 what people are involved in, uh, which is ultimately the drugs trade. So Derek Boyd was was convicted and sentenced to two years in prison. I'm not sure how long he's out. It can't have been that long. Mm. Um, he obviously served a bit of time on remand. Um, he was only sentenced late last year for, to the two years, but he would have already uh, got credit for time served while he awaited sentencing. Um, so he must have been out quite briefly. Um, so he has suffered slash injuries at the funeral of his friend, yeah. Brandon Ledgwith. And... There's another man as well hospitalised and there's other... Head injuries. Yeah, and there's other minor injuries suffered by other people. So, and then there was, you know, there was very heightened tensions apparently in the Matter Hospital as well, in the aftermath. Um, Like it's it's, it's very, very chaotic. Um, It shows there's a, you know, like we've seen, of course, attacks of funerals before over the years, but for most people... A funeral mm. is a is a time of respect. And I suppose, what do we do? Like, I mean, we did talk about the policing and I did think that the guys on the motorbikes, you know, speeding up on pavements was enough really that maybe a cop should stand forward and perhaps, you know, get them off the motorbike, perhaps take the motorbike from them, etc. Is there a problem here that between Drew Harris and the Garda Ombudsman, the Gardaí on the beat are afraid to do that because they're afraid they're going to end up suspended or under investigation? Well, I think there, there, there probably is some truth in that, um, that, you know, that they're, they are afraid to, to go in in circumstances like that. I think they're also afraid of mobile phones. Um, I think... Um, it's like, you know, you have to ask at this stage, have we thrown the baby out of the bathwater? We wanted, you know, um, a different type of policing. We wanted to get shot of all the sort of, uh, you know, 
The heavy gang. The heavy gang and the likes of all that that went on. And, you know, maybe police at one point were, some police were a little bit too fond of beating somebody up. And I mean, look, there have been some... And overstepping you know, their power and all the rest of it. But what we've been left with is a force that are, and you can, can you blame them? You, well, you need your job. You have young kids at home. You're, 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 can you blame them not stepping in because they're going to be investigated if they do their job with any level of force or any level of, you know, um, efficiency? Well, GSOC, of course, put out a statement disputing that, to saying that the guards are allowed reasonable force under the law and that they don't pursue people if they behave within the boundaries of what they're allowed to. Um, How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, I'm not even going to speak here now. No, no. Well, we can. We were allowed to. We're allowed to disagree, aren't we? I mean, I think that there, there, there are. You know, you don't want to go back to Lugs Brannigan taking lumps out of people, and though that you just can't. It just won't be tolerated. I just think it's gone too far. I think it's utterly ridiculous. I think. I think one of the problems with GSOC actually, right? And this, it's not even that that the powers they have. It's the absolutely years-long procedures. Yeah. So somebody can make People a are out on suspension for three years and they come to the end of it and they have found nothing against them. Yeah. Three years. So think, and what career have you left after that? Well, I think that is the big one of the big problems. I mean, it seems to be so inefficient. They don't seem to be staffed up. They don't seem to be able to come to conclusions quickly. And it seems to just drag over officers' cases, even if they know I'm going to be okay at the end of this. It becomes such a, a difficult process. But no, we probably are going to disagree that I don't want people going back, mm. belting the head off young fellas on bikes. There has to be other ways to do but it I'm after all. I'm not talking about no, belting the head off them. I'm yeah. talking about arresting them. Yeah. They are driving at speed during a funeral on a public pavement where people are trying to do their go about their business. They're behaving in the same way in communities. Certainly we were talking yesterday about in Finglas. They are destroying the complete fabric of communities and we stand back and do nothing. They're bringing a funeral to a pub and we won't name that pub because yeah. God loved that pub because yeah. they don't want that kind no, of publicity. No, it's actually a very quiet pub. You know what I mean? And and they're, they're bringing their shit in there as well. Yeah. And beating the hell out of one another with... with uh, braces, wheel braces from cars and all the rest of it at a funeral. Yeah. And we stand back and we do nothing because we're afraid of, you know, their sensitivities. Well, I mean, look, it's another world, isn't it? If you hear some of the comments at the funeral, you know. Yeah. It is, an, it is another the fu- world. The funeral in a church, like yeah. I'm not in any way religious, yeah. but I understand that, you know, people will see a church as being a place um, for great respect. And they're up talking about him, that he was a gas man. He was never without a joint in his mouth and, you know, yeah. a couple of steroids still in his gob or what? I don't know if it was steroids, also, but, you know, look. Gas was, or something. Yeah, yeah. He was a hilarious guy, just absolute ticket. Yeah. Um, And this is all playing out on a church yeah. altar. Yeah. And the, 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 the church have to stand back and, and this church has to be allowed, be used to celebrate drug dealing, drug taking. Yeah. And that kind of lifestyle that led to that young man being shot dead in his front doorstep. And we celebrate it in yeah. the church. They go out in the streets and behave whatever way they want and then carry on this stuff down in a pub. Yeah, I mean, obviously there'd be loads of people there, Nicola, that have, that have you know, nothing to do with oh, I fighting mean, and all that. Absolutely. I to say that, like, I mean, there'd be, there'd be very, 
decent, respectable people who are at that funeral and at that pub and will be just as horrified as Bodies, you. That, absolutely. That just as exactly, just as horrified as you that 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 a solemn occasion has been, you know, tarnished by this. But it just shows you this is there are other people out there mm. who whose values are just so, so mm. long gone, aren't it? I mean, you know, just the, the idea of whacking somebody with a wheel brace alone. And like coming up the street here and yeah. whacking a man standing at a bus stop with yeah. a machete. Yeah, yeah. It is shocking, like, it is shocking. And the problems, the problems with all of this it's, stuff. It's amazing how one thing happens after another. It's like going to a restaurant, they get the first thing wrong and they just keep getting everything wrong, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I mean, what, a, what, a middle sure, cla- what a middle class analogy. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's horrific when that happens. But I mean, I'm sure, um, you know, Justice Minister Helen McEntee and the Commissioner Drew Harris just put their heads in their hands and they heard this about the funeral last night. Yeah, I mean. I'm sure they just went up seriously more so how like I mean there's just it's like it just feels very lawless and I mean we're not ever sort no. of saying that things have changed no. or we're never but it does feel that it feels like there's an awful lot of crazy stuff going on and um all happening together all happening together and I mean I just it's just it's 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 not a good it's it's a bad spectacle and it's for people it's Again, we come back to the people that are living, the good, decent, hardworking people who are living in the middle of all that and trying to raise kids. When and if you heard the the business people this week having to come out and fight, yeah, tell people that the city is safer than it's ever been because yeah. there's more guards on the streets now. Please come out. This yeah. is their biggest time of year. This is they want Christmas shopping. They want people being out in the pubs. And I have to say, I've spoken to a lot of people who said they're not going anywhere near town. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I don't agree with that myself. No, I don't think do I. I don't think it's unsafe. I don't think walking around the north inner city is particularly unsafe, mm. even in at night. But there is a sort of a, a an increased lawlessness there. And the problem again, if you go back, as we spoke about during the in relation to the riots, there are there's this minority of people that are totally disenfranchised in society that are totally living in a different world than other people. And in that world, there's things that are acceptable and these things are violence and drugs and all of these Mm -hmm. things. And uh, whatever is being done by society is not reaching them properly. Now, I'm not saying that's society's fault because anybody who goes to a funeral party with a wheel brace and starts Mm. whacking somebody with it, they have to take responsibility for their own actions. That's not an excuse for them. But it is a reality that neither the the justice system doesn't frighten them, the, uh, the, the, the moral standards of society don't reach them. And it is a problem. Of course it's a problem. But I mean, you can just see like how drugs have destroyed this city. Yeah, you can, you can. And I mean, it's, you and, know, and continue to do so. It's and just extraordinary. Like when you just look up this, you see all those lives that are just destroyed by it. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, look, I mean, I know uh, you talk to people, I was talking to somebody and basically uh, she's a, a grandmother, uh, you know, around our age. And 
Um, I never liked that. <laughs> I know you're going to tell the really nice, well, sad just, story. No, no, no. Well, I know. Just But remember, Linford Christie was a grandfather when he won an Olympic bronze medal in the 100 metres race at Is the age of 34. Back with so them. I'm just saying you could be 34 if you don't want to reveal your two age. No, I, would be hor- two I age. would be horrified if if I was a grandmother just yet. I'm just, just not ready for it. I'm okay. just not ready for it. I still identify as 26. Okay, well. But yeah, grandmothers our age. Go on, sorry raising their grandkids, you know? And I just think that is, that's due to the, broadly due to the drugs trade. And I just think that is such a, a tragic situation, isn't it? For those kids and for those grandparents and for those parents that are lost. And do you know what? Those kids, aren't they lucky to have a grandparent that is functioning, that can raise them and that is willing to sacrifice, you know, their own lives. Their own lives. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to start from scratch again, like, you yeah. know. It, it, they are, but it is still not the yeah. the, the proper order no, of life. No. Like, that is not the order of life. Mm. And for that, it, that's only disrupted by the presence of, of drugs on our streets. Now, how you solve that again? And still, yeah. there'll be absolute droves of people out this weekend. Will. Who don't give a shit no. about those people yeah. or those communities. Yeah. And they'll be buying their bags of coke. They will. And they will. will not be thinking about where the money's going or nor will they care. Similarly, there'll be multi-millionaires jetting off from Ireland for big holidays and they won't, they be doing their absolute best not to pay the taxes that would also possibly fund services for the people that are suffering from disadvantage. So that's the reality. Yeah. Okay. Well, We'll leave it at that. Thanks very much, Nicola. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.